Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith, Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. In the studio, I actually just have a friend that popped in. We've been friends for how long, Trish? Oh, wow. Well, yeah, yeah. She yeah. still likes me. It's amazing. <laughs> She's actually Terrible. my sister. Uh, maybe not by blood, but certainly in heart and soul. Sister from another mister. That's right, and has been for a long time. Trish Baumgardner, it's lovely to have her with us. Actually, she brought her friend Ben for an interview who's going to be on the show later, talking a little bit about Foolish Pleasure and an event coming up. But I just threw her straight into the bus, grabbed her and said, come on, come do the news with me. Yes, so she did. I did. So the first thing I want to say is that our thoughts and prayers are certainly with everybody in Ukraine. Um, but recently I noticed in the news that horses are actually being evacuated out of Ukraine following the Russian invasion, and they are being permitted to enter Moldova without restrictions. Um, An order from the agriculture minister there has allowed animals through even without documents, and the Ukraine Equestrian Federation said 10 days of quarantine is the only requirement. Um, They are requiring microchip and passport to get horses through Albertus and Halmo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing those right, Slovakia, Romania and Hungary are also in the process of creating quarantine stations, the Federation said. So they are taking donations. Um, you can Google all of this and they obviously they need um, haylage, compound feed, sawdust, shavings and that sort of thing. And um, you can find all of that um, online and you can make donations or monetary donations to help. So, um, you know, what comes to mind is lip chip. One of our sponsors here of the show, Lipchip LLC, I bet they wish they had that right now. Yes, um, that right. would really help a lot with monitoring the health of these horses and their temperatures and um, their health records as well. So that certainly popped to mind. But I'm, I'm pleased to hear that they are getting horses out of there because we certainly need to be the voice for our four-legged family that cannot speak for themselves or make decisions if they want to be evacuated or not. So the focus yes. is on providing aid to these horses within the country and also evacuating out those that can be. So. Yes, right. And, you know, it's easy when you when you get into these situations where your heart totally goes out to all the people and their children and those fighting and all of that, but sometimes... And know, the dogs. Makes, yes, it makes us forget about dogs, cats, and I've seen photos of people carrying dogs and cats, and, you know, you can't really yes. carry a, a horse with you to an no. underground shelter or... No. A, or a train station or a whatever. So I think for those, it's certainly even more pressing. Yes. Um, so I'm glad to hear that that is happening. And uh, it just made me think of lip chip as a phenomenal way of being able to identify all these animals. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things that happened this weekend. Um, we were at the first Florida Steeplechase. 
and hats off to Archie and Jesse who put that event together. All I can say is wow um, for an inaugural event <clears throat> on the same day as Live Oak International. They did such a phenomenal job. They encouraged a hat competition um, and Odette was the sponsor of that and um, David Helmuth was there with the Clydesdales and um, it was just a wonderfully well-organized, well-coordinated event. Um, it was the first time I've seen Nick Demerick, Eddie Woods, Niall Brennan and Ian Brennan all in the same place at the same time relaxing. Oh, nice. Usually the only time I see them is at OBS and they're all busy working, they're all in separate directions and of course there are... <laughs> Our, um, our top trainers here in the Marion County area that quite often have horses in the Breeders' Cup and the, and the Kentucky Derby. So it was very nice. They all say Derby, of course. Ah, yes. Um, but it, they did a really, really nice job putting all this together. Uh, I was thrilled to see that everybody came out in hats and fascinators, which was great. Quite often we see these events that people just don't want to, and um, they certainly did. And uh, it was just wonderful to see the the... the the hounds out uh, was, was, was wonderful. Was it a big turnout? Oh, it was huge. Good. Oh, my gosh. There were, I couldn't believe it with Live Oak International going on that this event on the same day had that big of a turnout of, of a great crowd of people who were very excited about having this event for future years. And there's David Helmuth with his Clydesdales and taking a little parade. And then I got to um, lead... Sweetheart, the gentle carousel <laughs> miniature horse with George. George had magic, who's the only living top 10 uh, most heroic animal in the history of the world. There's magic. And then over here we have Sweetheart. We have a big announcement on Sweetheart in a minute. Um, but Sweetheart and myself there with, um, with the Clydesdales. And you can see the comparison there. Oh, yes. From a mini to a Clydesdales. Quite, uh, quite fun. So we did our own little parade and... I had to run down the track in semi-heels, which was quite fun. Um, but actually, I enjoyed it, and everybody really loved the minis, and watching the minis run after the Clydesdales was uh, a great contrast. And uh, there's dear little sweetheart um, with the bunny ears. And um, they, they just did a great job setting up the jumps, and, and the jumps were big. I had a lot of people say, I've never been to Steeplechase. I had no idea the jumps were so big. And they're big. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I lived in Aiken for a little while and so got to know, watch them. Yeah, yeah. they have Steeplechase there. Yes, yeah. they do. So I think it's great. Um, as you can tell, that's towards the end of the day. <laughs> uh, that's five-star eventer Danny Mogel, and that's my VP at the CUP, Tamra. And, um, yeah, we had just had a, a good day. That's that, I great. think, is a grandchild of the Demerics, yes. Oh, Okay. Uh, who I think won one of the Charles races. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, there are a few. Yes. Uh, and uh, overall, just an amazing day. The weather was beautiful. I think the participation was fantastic. I think people really loved uh, the fact that we have a steeplechase here. I think it was really, really important. Yes. And if you're listening to this show um, before the 9th, depending on when you listen, um, it is the Equine Industry Expo, March 9th. Oh, look at that. Comes Very good. That fast. Presented by Miller & Sons Plumbing. If you need any plumbing work done, they are the people to call. They work on a lot of farms and residential and commercial. We're going to have food trucks, farriers, a horse breed ex expo, uh, equine dentists, horse trainers, vendors, demos, equine products, employment opportunities, and free carriage rides, courtesy of Larson Hay. Brooke Ledge is going to deliver the first four breeds to the FEI stabling barn tomorrow. And then the remaining five or six horses will 
come later in the afternoon. And then at the end of the day at 5.45, we'll have a little mini version of the Ocala Parade that we used to have downtown for the horses. And I think it'll be a really, really great day to learn about the industry. I want to thank our sponsors, Gary Yeomans Ford, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, FEI Stabling, Equisin, Rockledge Transpilation, FIP Printing, OBS Feed Stores, The Horse Talk Show, Equiceptional Media and Everglades Equipment in Leesburg. Of course, Miller and Sons Plumbing and Piranha, who sponsors our equine initiative at the CEP. We're actually at the CEP studio downtown in the horse capital of the world, telling you about an event that we think is very, very important. So you may be listening after the ninth. If you're listening after the ninth, hopefully you said, wow, what a great event. And we really, really enjoyed ourselves. The news about Sweetheart. You need to vote. This is Bunny Tryouts. 14,000 submissions plus plus to be the Cadbury Bunny. And our dear little sweetheart that you just saw me leading uh, down the down the steeplechase track there is in the top 10. Can you believe it? That's a really, really big deal. That is a big deal. It is a big yes. deal. Bunnytryouts.cadburyusa.com and she needs your help. You can vote every day for the next two weeks. So please vote every day for the next two weeks because we really, really want Sweetheart to win. We yes. think it's appropriate. She deserves it, and look how cute she is. And as I said, she's the horse I had at the steeplechase, a miniature horse, and um, what a little treasure. A lot of people ask me, is she full grown? Yeah, she's full grown. Imagine that, and what a little sweetie. Mm -hmm. So good luck to Sweetheart. We certainly hope she wins. Don't forget to vote. Coming back in just a minute, we're going to have Ben Wessels with us. We're going to talk a little foolish pleasure. No, not mine, the horse. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Enhance your horse's performance, fitness, strength, and rehabilitation with state-of-the-art equipment. ETI treadmills offer the finest European engineering, the highest quality filtration, and no chemicals are required. Follow Equine Therapy International on social media or at equinetherapyint.com. Equine Therapy International provides technologically advanced therapy for horses worldwide. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the second segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louise Barton in the CEP Studios downtown in Ocala, the horse capital of the world. Joining me, I have a new guest on the show, Ben Wessels. Ben, it's lovely to have you with us. Thank you. It's nice to come in and see how you do your show. I listen to it from time to time. I don't get to listen as often as I'd like, but uh, you know, it's kind of fun. I, I thank you for supporting Piranha in their 50 years. We like your hat. We appreciate it very much. Well, I like the <laughs> fact that it's 50 years and I'm here because there's a 50th celebration and I'm involved with this year and it just made sense to wear it. And, they have great product. Yes, they do. By yeah. far, wonderful barn systems and fantastic products. So. Um, I was very appreciative of them this morning when my mini was not doing too well and the flies were all over him and uh, I had to smother him in, in some good stuff, so, um, so it works. Um, start off with Ben, tell us a little bit about your background because you've been in the horse world for many, many, many years. Well, yeah, yeah I have. I'm uh, probably older than what I like to admit, but uh, I've been involved in the racing industry for several years. I spent 34 years as a steward. And, Illinois racetracks at Maywood and Balmoral Park. I was also a racing secretary for the thoroughbred business and a harness steward. From time to time I go to Pompano Park and fill in for judges there and across different tracks where they need someone because of emergencies. And I bought a farm here in 2017 and uh, I like to come down here and play golf and I was always hooked by the horses. So uh, I found a small place uh, uh, in Morriston, uh, Morriston, Florida, and uh, that's where I live. Wonderful. So a horse background, which explains your interest in, in foolish pleasure and, um, and the heritage that there is there in Williston. So for our listeners who don't know foolish pleasure story, um, share with us a little bit, and then of course there's the ruffian story and mm -hmm. 
Jacinto and and all of that. So. There really is a lot to talk about There's when, a lot. when, we when, might when have you to do, do two those. Segments, okay? when you really, <laughs> there, there's really a lot because everybody, uh, the horse, Jacinto, uh, ruffian is is just a spectacular story in and amongst itself. Um, Williston is the birthplace of foolish pleasure. I didn't know that when I moved down here. I was getting a haircut one day. I saw a sign that said Williston, Florida, birthplace of foolish pleasure. I was in college at the time. I was riding a few racehorses at the Bush Circuit. I tell people now that I used to be a jockey, but now I'm two and a half jockeys. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, um, and we're sharing, if you're joining us either on television or on Facebook, we're actually sharing information on an upcoming event, which we'll share again in a minute, but um, we're sharing some, some photos here um, of Foolish Pleasure, and uh, so you can enjoy those if you're uh, watching, not listening. Yes, well, and Foolish Pleasure is in Williston, Florida, March 23rd is his actual birth date. Thoroughbred horses and all horses have a universal birth date of jo uh, January 1st, right. but this horse's uh, birth date is March 23rd. He's going to celebrate his 50th birthday uh, and we're going to have a celebration in Williston. And uh, the city of Williston, the community redevelopment agency that controls the park, has allowed me to find a fiberglass horse getting painted in the likeness of Foolish Pleasure, which is an interesting story there also. A, a local artist, uh, Linda Ballantyne Brown, painted the horse. He was a bay plain horse. and. Uh, a few weeks ago, I was able to talk to his last owner, and he sent me a copy of his registration papers. Foolish Pleasure has a right hind coronet band, which is never shown in a racing photograph because his foot's planted in the dirt, so you don't see it. Right. And even an uh, expert like me never noticed it. And I said, well, we can't have this horse out without a white coronet band so we had to repaint him and Linda put a coronet band on him and two black How dots. How wonderful to know that and, uh, if you, and to maybe you would, might have missed it. So I, I wouldn't have believed it. it. I met the owner and he sent me a copy of the registration papers and it verified it. Of course Foolish Pleasure does have a, a small irregular star and that's easy to see but if you look at his right hind leg on that photograph you can't really see mm -mm. the white white marking but it's really about look. an inch and a half yes and now you told me i can see a little piece but it, otherwise i wouldn't have piece. known no, well that's correct it, so, so uh, now we have an authentic looking horse and we're going to put him at the uh, intersection of 121 and highway 41 in williston and the levy county historical society has signed on a chamber of commerce has signed on and the whole city is really quite excited about it uh, he's an honorary citizen. He's already been an honorary citizen. And last Christmas, they had Christmas ornaments celebrating uh, foolish pleasure. So I, I just think it made sense that we need to have our horse uh, up and have a, have a place where uh, people can be inspired and be motivated. Because when you think about a rural area in Florida, and this horse traveled all over the United States, he won six races as a two-year-old. He was an undefeated champion. That's uh, amazing. He, he, went, he went through so many races at Delaware, Monmouth, Saratoga, and uh, all the way through those races. In his three-year-old year, he, uh, he won a preparatory race in the, in the Florida Derby. He finished third. Uh, he had a bad hoof. It was a concern to them, and that from there he went to the Wood Memorial as a prep race to the Derby, and he won the Kentucky Derby with his Cento riding, and he was second in the Preakness, second in the Belmont, um, 
As a four-year-old, he continued racing. He won the Don Handicap at Gulfstream Park. He ended his career in Illinois. Uh, I didn't know that. I wish I did uh, when I was uh, a student of the game, but uh, I, I missed that opportunity to watch him race at Arlington Park in his final race. Uh, another thing that he's known for as the other horse is he was in a match race with, uh, with uh, Ruffian. Um, the New York Racing Association put up $350,000. I should go back to the Kentucky Derby. I learned that uh, his winning performance was $209,000. Wasn't very much money in today's no, day deal. No, but comparatively. Uh, but, but then, of course, you think a lot's changed in, in 50 years. Yes, so. yes, it has. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it's gotten better money-wise. And uh, But our horses, he certainly was a strong horse uh, to be able to go through the Triple Crown and be a winner second, second, and then a month later be in a match race against an undefeated filly who is a spectacular story in herself. Uh, we can do a whole show on Ruffian, how great she is. Uh, Lucian Lauren, who trained Secretariat, uh, I read in an older Sports Illustrated story that he said, God is my witness. She may be even greater than Secretariat. So that's really Amazing saying something about, uh, yeah. about her. Uh, a very sad story. The breakdown, of course, was, was very sad. She was in the match race. Uh, Jacinto had the choice. He rode both horses uh, regularly, Foolish Pleasure and Ruffian. He elected to, to ride Ruffian because she was undefeated. Beyond being undefeated, she was never headed. Maybe out of the gate, a horse might stuck its nose ahead for a mm -hmm. jump or two. Mm -hmm. But at every call, she was always winning. And even in her last race, in the, in the match race, she had taken the lead and uh, took a bad step, and uh, uh, she suffered a, a traumatic injury, so uh, was pulled up. Uh, Foolish Pleasure went on in a gallop and, and won that race, and a, uh, a lot of accolades should have went to him, but it was just tainted by what had happened. And uh, she underwent surgery that night, and recovering from anesthesia, she uh, caused more injury to the other leg and uh, it was decided to euthanize her and she's buried at belmont park and uh, one of the great things about her that we can talk about is her nose is pointed to the finish line i love that ben i'm going to ask you if you don't mind um sticking with us we actually have a veterinary segment coming up in this first half of the show presented by peterson and smith um so we're going to air that and if you don't mind ask you to stay with us for segment four of the show because I've got a lot more to ask you. So. Well, right. We didn't get to talk about know, the event, Mark, on it Wednesday. A lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know a lot. It's well. fantastic. You might be a good co-host. Uh, uh, stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We're coming back with Dr. Adam Chaos, and then we'll have Ben with us again for some more questions. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, and Larson Hay, our broadcast and television sponsor, Plus supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com.
Smith Equine Hospital in complete care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for Equus Television and the Horse Talk Show here with Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And I'm going to ask Dr. Kayot a few questions about, first of all, why he decided to be a veterinarian, and then also all the benefits there are to being a large animal vet. Dr. Kayot, thank you for being with us in person, the real thing. That's right, instead of being on the, uh, on the telephone. You did your hair for, for it, too. <laughs> Just for the show. You got, it. you got it. Tell me a little bit about what it was. I know you loved horses and large animals growing up, and, and you wanted to be a veterinarian. Share with us a little bit what kind of made you make the decision, and then why large animal, not small? Right. Well, one of the things that, that drew me to the profession were um, I grew up on a 20-acre farm, and um, we had cattle, and we had sheep, and somehow I got the horse bug. And so I grew up showing horses. I did a little 4-H stuff in the beginning, and then and then I uh, went on to show hunters and jumpers for a long time. And as I was doing this, I, I said, the only people that seem to make a good living at this are either the trainer or the veterinarian. <laughs> so Good point. So I thought, well, I like this industry. I love being around the horses. I, you know, I like that whole feeling, the whole vibe. That, you know, and, and so I kind of directed my career path to that. Um, through a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, I was able to get into vet school and, and, and come out. And so far, you know, 21 years later, it's been, it's been a very nice career. I like doing what I do um, because I love working with the horses, um, but you also have to love the people that are, you know, uh, that, are, that are dealing with the horses. Um, I've yet have a horse pay their bill. So, you know, you need to do, you need to, you need to have some rapport with, with the people that, that own horses and, and, and understand them and love them like you do. Um, that kind of drew me to it. Um, everything else that's happened uh, is, is just, you know, by happenstance, but it, it's so nice for me because I'm, I'm lucky. I, I, I get, I have this wonderful job here in Ocala, which is a beautiful place to be. There's a ton of horses around, different kinds of horses, all, all different breeds that you can see and work on. And I, uh, I, I appreciate that. The other part that I like is I like being able to go out and I'm driving around all these different farms and, and you know, as I get older, I just I look around and I and, and you know I, I feel so blessed to be able to see what I see every day and, and this is a beautiful part of the country and, and there's there's beautiful parts of the country everywhere that that have a lot of horses so that that's what I like um, uh, 
the people that you meet. I mean, I've been lucky enough to meet people that have shown their horses in the Olympics and have, you know, are, are, are famous around the world. And, and that's, that's kind of cool. Um, so like, here's your bill and can you autograph it, please? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I try not to be that way, but <laughs> yeah, there's been, there's been a few times, you know, I've been, there's been a few times that I've been starstruck a time or two and, uh, but that's cool. So, um, um, and, it, and you know, and it's not just it's not just horse people. I mean, I've I've been in touch with other famous athletes that have have happened to be horse owners. So, um, um, you get that. And and uh, it's nothing against dogs and cats and and the small cuddly animals, but uh, I'd I'd rather get kicked than bit. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. So, yeah, as far as that goes. Um, so it, it's just it's just kept me uh, you know that that's what got me into it that's what I love um, yeah certainly the hours can be um, laborious and um, can be long and, and, and that sort of thing and uh, but I'm I'm lucky enough that I have um, support from my family and that allow me to to do this and do what I love and um, you know it just it just helps out and. Um, it, it, it truly is a labor of love, and I think, um, you know, we certainly, none of us veterinarians get into this for thinking we're going to make a million dollars or anything like that. That's, that's not what we do it for. We do it for the love of the horses. We do it for the appreciation of what they give and what they do to people and how they, how they enrich their lives, and, um, you know, that's what we do it for. So. How do you feel when you save a horse's life and, and it's not looking good and it makes that turnaround and you know you played a part in that? How rewarding is that? It's like, it's a relief. <laughs> it's like, oh, thank God that went well. Because certainly, certainly we try, you know, we try a lot of times and, and it certainly it makes you feel good and, and, and the, uh, the appreciation that you get from, from the owners and, and those that love that animal is uh, second to none for certain. Um, but it's, you know, we don't, it doesn't work out all the time that way, but certainly when it is, you know, we say a little prayer, thank you, and, uh, and, and glad that it, glad it works out because it gives us, you know, makes us whole, and makes us complete as far as that goes, and, and yeah, this is what we're, what we're doing, and this is why we do it. Now, horses can be very challenging, and, and diagnosis can be challenging at times. Um, so many symptoms horses have a mimic other diseases and it can be quite difficult when you kind of discover through examination testing and a variety of different ways how do you feel when you figure out what's going on is that that has to be a good feeling as well because it's much harder in my opinion to be a vet than a doctor uh, for people because you can't ask the horse where does it hurt how do you feel what's going on I feel like that that's more challenging but then that challenge has to be kind of a wow achievement when you do discover what's going on no absolutely you know it's kind of it's kind of like putting a puzzle together it's kind of a riddle and you start with you know you you, you try to get you try to get as much history as you can and all these pieces come together the history uh, what's the horse been doing what happened you know everything behind that how's the horse been acting since you know it's been abnormal or whatever and you take all that and then you take your diagnostic tools that we have and we try to put them all together and you come up with a with an answer and 
a lot of times. Don't always, but a lot of times you do. There's plenty of times where like we don't know, and and unfortunately that does happen. But when it comes together with all the plans, and you're like, yes, this is you know, it's it's a great feeling, and uh, you feel like um, you're doing right by the animal and 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 those that love it. So overall, you would never go back and do anything different than what you did. No, looking back, I, I would not. Um, you know, it's it's worked out. It's it worked out great. Um, I was this close to being a human dentist. Like I was this close. Boo teeth. No. <laughs> I was this close uh, to be an orthodontist. No people teeth and no people feet. Yeah. No way. So it was. You know, you, whenever you go into this profession, it's always good to have a backup plan because it's very hard to get into veterinary school. And if that doesn't work out. And I wasn't, I wasn't a 4.0 student at all. Um, I had a ton of experience. I was like touching, you know, mid three to three to four, you know. And so I needed a backup plan. But as it all turned out, I'm here and it worked out well. So Dr. Kayot didn't have to be a 4.0 student, doesn't have to sit in an office all day long, gets to drive around beautiful farms, save horses' lives, and meet famous people and famous horses. You can't go wrong. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good gig. I'll that's, take it. That's, that's an amazing career. And 21 years later, you're, uh, you're still a very happy man in the job that you do. A little grayer, but happy. Yeah. <laughs> And you can't do much better than working at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care and being the vet for Hits, Horse Shows in the Sun. So that's got to be a great experience too. Oh, it is. You know, that, that opportunity opened up for me um, last year and uh, we continued on this year. Um, Tom, that, Tom Strazeri that, that runs the Hits program reached out to us. Um, I thought it a great opportunity because that's what I grew up doing, showing hunters and jumpers, and that's kind of my wheelhouse, so to speak. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's been a great experience, and um, I hope to continue doing it for a while. Wonderful. Dr. Adam Kayot, the reason to be a large animal vet, and uh, many of those there are. So uh, we certainly hope you'll consider this career. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television. Current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30%, causing difficulty when scanning. With over 70 years of collective horse industry experience, Lipchip offers a new, more effective method of microchipping, partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping. Lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen. Nowadays, the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency. Lipchip is the future of horse microchipping, with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. Stack. It makes a world of difference. Equine Industry Expo, presented by Miller & Sons Plumbing, is at the Ocala Downtown Market, Wednesday, March 9th, from noon to 7 p.m. Meet a variety of horse breeds and equine industry professionals for demos by farriers, equine dentists, vets, techs, and horse trainers. With food trucks, vendors, new equine-related products, free carriage rides with the beautiful Clydesdales, and more. Join us for equine edutainment at its best, Wednesday, March 9th, 
March 9th at the Ocala Downtown Market. For more information, go to the events calendar at ocalacep.com, part of the Equine Initiative, presented by Piranha. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies with post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs. EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. Debbie and George and the staff at Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, one of the largest equine therapy programs in the world, take teams of tiny horses to visit thousands of adults and children inside hospitals and in hospice care. They visit with families, first responders and veterans who have experienced traumatic events. This multiple award-winning 501c3 is celebrating over 25 years of service, bringing hope and peace to the bedsides of many, some who are in the final moments of life. For more information or to donate, go to gentlecarouselminiaturetherapyhorses.com like them on social media and help them make a difference that really counts. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Farm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. That was Trish running off set. She was here visiting with us for the break. Um, Louise Barton here, and I've been chatting to Ben Wessels. We hope that you enjoyed the segment with Dr. Kayot. That was at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital about why you should be a veterinarian. So... Um, ben and I have been talking a little bit about Foolish Pleasure and about the roots in Williston. And um, it's kind of neat that it's 50 years for Piranha and it's, mm -hmm. and it's 50 years as well. So I think there's some kind of a thing there that should mesh for sure. Um, but, uh, of course, Foolish Pleasure had an amazing racing career and uh, incredible horse, amazing racehorse with, uh, with the great connection there to Williston, which is just north of Ocala here and uh, what, like a 25 minute drive or so to Williston yes. from here? 
from the downtown. So um, we were talking a little bit about the career, but we want to talk a little bit more. There's, like you said, there's a lot we can talk about here. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the event because we don't want to forget to. to we're to having a birthday celebration. That's right. And a memorial dedication. And the memorial is a live uh, fiberglass horse. And he's going to be placed upon a pedestal in the park. There's signage that covers his background about being uh, foaled at Waldemar Farm. Uh, he consumed a local feed. Uh, I think that was important. Everything about the horse was really locally based. He was sold at Saratoga, so we have the background information. We have information about his racing career, and his retirement story is just amazing. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about it, but the event is March 23rd. Come to Williston. It starts at 6 o'clock. We're going to do patriotism. We're, we're going to do the national anthem. We're going to have the call to the post. Jacinto Vasquez is going to be there to talk about uh, his experiences in the Derby and riding this horse and riding against the horse. And we're going to have a, a presentation to the city. Uh, we're going to do a dedication. And we're going to sing happy birthday. And there's going to be wristbands for the kids. There's trading cards for the people. We have memorial programs to to have very and, well done and people can take pictures of the horse and the chamber of commerce is really behind it they're having a ladies hat contest the local bank is providing cash money two hundred dollars for first second and third in the hat contest so the ladies if you come out you wear your jeans and your t-shirts but put on your your derby hat you can make it fancy or you can make it funny it doesn't matter uh, we want to have fun and uh, It'll be an event that'll take maybe 45, 50 minutes. How wonderful. And that's going to be at the Heritage Park in Williston at 6 p.m. on March 23rd to celebrate Foolish Pleasure's 50th birthday and memorial dedication, which I think is just wonderful. And this is from the Levy County Historical Society um, Incorporated who are presenting this. And, and Ben, you've obviously played a you know, really big part about in, in all of this. Um, you've got a great retirement story. Like well, that. yeah, I'd like to talk a little bit about the, about the retirement of this horse. After, rarely today do we see horses continue to race in their four-year-old year. He raced a tough campaign as a two-year-old. He was in the Derby. He was in the Preakness. He was in the, the Belmont. He continued the match race in July. He had a big three-year-old year. He also had a four-year-old year. He raced against the top horses, Forago, who is actually my favorite horse. Uh, he beat Forago in the Suburban Handicap. And it was, it's a thrilling stretch drive. And then he was syndicated for $4.5 million, which was a lot of money back then. Today it's not much money, but in, I don't know how it compares to current values, but it was a big deal. Some people say that he was never a good stallion, but I can tell you this. He was a leading first-year stallion. So you don't get those titles by being a poor producer. Right. Uh, he, he probably got out of favor. Uh, and that's what happens in the horse business. But he was in Kentucky. He spent three, uh, he spent time at three different top stallion farms in Kentucky. He was sent to California, and a man by the name of Vanderhoof uh, ended up acquiring a horse. And I talked to him in December of this year. He's 80 years old. I didn't know if, you know, I didn't know his connection. He said, "No, I actually own the horse. He's the one that sent me the jockey club papers of the horse." And, he says, I never followed him as a racehorse. He was just a, a champion to us. He has, and, and folks who are listening or watching, uh, check out on your computer, Horseshoe Ranch, Dayton, Wyoming. That's where the horse retired to. 6,000 acres. 
uh, next to the Bighorn Mountain. I've looked at pictures of Mr. Vanderhoof's uh, farm, his place, uh, golf course, bed and breakfast. I can't wait to go and visit him and, and see everything. There's a memorial rock out there. And here's a horse that traveled in, in all the top tracks, and he got to retire on 6,000 acres. Wow. That's a nice way to finish up your life. I wouldn't mind retiring on 6,000 acres. And the, the, beauty, <laughs> the beauty in the sky and the mountains, and the, you know, there's pictures there on that webpage. There's fields with over 100 elk just bedded down in the, in the grasslands. It's just spectacular to see. And, uh, Do people visit that farm? I think that would be well, I, I think they have a bed and breakfast, and they'd, I'm sure he'd probably pay for a commercial. But uh, I can't wait to go there and see, see it. Uh, I got a big kick out of talking to him because I called him Vander Hoof. And he corrected me, and he said, no, no, it's Vander Hoff. And I said, well, you had horses, so I'm going with <laughs> Vander Hoof. <laughs> and, and that kind of broke the ice, and he and I became friendly to one another. We've exchanged stuff. Uh, uh, Jacinto has sent him uh, stories, and they've uh, communicated back and forth throughout the years. And uh, uh, so I, I just think it's fabulous to bring all these people together. And, and uh, again, what I'd like to happen at this event is people stop the division. Let's get behind our, what we have in common is far greater than what divides us. Mm -hmm. It's far greater. Yes. And this horse can, can and has united us in Williston and in Levy County and in the Marion County metropolitan area. I realize we're the horse capital of the world. Uh, but Believe it, me, we claim it, everything it that happens in Williston around. as part of the horse capital of the world. Every time one of our trainers like Paul Sharp has a has a winner. Listen, yep. it's horse capital of the world. It's as far as we're concerned. And actually, Kevin, who is the CEO at the CP, talked about talking about us as a region rather than just a, you know, one area. Because I think we're really kind of all together in it. You know, a the, population yeah. density. It's an yeah, area, we and, are. and and we're all we're all we're not all, but a lot of us are horse people in one breed or discipline. You know, and I think when I, when Gigi and I go to the Derby and we're following connections to home. We always get all the Williston ones, so <laughs> we claim them. <laughs> well, and, and that's good, but uh, I hope the people will mark your calendars, come yes. out, bring the kids, mm -hmm. put on your hat, uh, check your attitudes in the car and come and plan on having a good time. Uh, we'll recognize our patriotism, we'll recognize the accomplishments of a great horse, and we'll enjoy the fellowship of one another. That's wonderful. And you know I love um, the fact that we we care about what happened 50 years ago, that this horse made a huge impact and we don't just forget about it. You know, we, we say, wow, this was an amazing horse, had an amazing career, did incredible things. Six wins at two is amazing and unheard of. Um, so I think it's lovely that we can, we can take this 50th year and celebrate. And we like can we enjoy it. Piranha. We can enjoy it for, you know, generations that didn't see these things. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'll be there as a reminder that look what, what, was accomplished by this horse, mm -hmm. what can I do? Mm -hmm. What can I do if I bring out my best? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we need to strive for every day. I, I wish I had a little more ambition, uh, but on this project, I've got plenty of ambition. I'm very excited about it. I want people to come out and enjoy it, and I, I just hope that they can be motivated and see what contributions they can make. Don't miss it. March 23rd, we got to wrap this up. Ben, I want to thank you so much. You're that was a wonderful wealth of information. Definitely an event. We'll keep posting, sharing, and reminding each week until March 23rd. So don't miss this event. I'm Louisa. Back in just a minute on the Horse Talk Show.
thank you to our presenting sponsors of this half of the show, Palm Chevrolet and Larson Hay. Also, thank you to our supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, Equine Performance in Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Piranha, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and longtime favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranhainc.com. That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, piranhainc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show at Equus Television and the Sky 97.3 here at the Florida Horse Park, one of our media partners. We love the Florida Horse Park. 500 acres of amazing property and facilities for any sort of horse event or horse show. And we're so impressed with what Jason Reynolds and his team have done here in the past few years. Very excited that in the last couple of months I got to meet Archie McCauley in the studio at the Horse Talk Show. Got to chat with him and the very next day the ball started rolling. And when I say rolling, I say rolling into success. Competing today with Live Oak International, which of course is a huge event in the horse capital of the world for over 30 years. Today has been just outstanding. And I told Archie just 30 minutes ago that I've never seen a first year event ever behave like this. It's just been absolutely incredible, amazing. So glad to be here uh, in the sponsor tent with Archie and Jason to chat for a minute about how this all came to be and how it came to be so successful. So here with Archie now, I'm going to switch over and let him tell us how it all started and, and why, and why it's so important that this continues to grow, that we get to see the Florida Steeplechase for many years to come. Archie, lovely to have you with us. Well done. Thank you. I mean, you know, we did this in 90 days, so God knows what we can do in a year. <laughs> tell us about the start. So when I met you, you came 
to the Horse Talk Show in the studio. I had never met you before, but I loved your accent, so I was like convinced you must be able to do something good in the horse world. Tell us about kind of how that all started, and the next day you got the the call. We got the call. Yeah, I mean, a week, two weeks before we did that interview, we had a logo and an LLC, and that was it. That was the start of it, and we built it. We built a website. We, you know, built the whole day in 90 days, and it was incredibly stressful. We got our data; it's amazing, and you know, I'm so proud of Jesse and everyone else who's helped us. And you know, between the two of us, we worked really hard, especially Jesse. So, we made it happen. So you came to us. We did the interview, and then the next day, the phone started ringing, and things really moved. Were you even with all of those calls? Were you still apprehensive about the outcome? I mean, of course, you're going to be out prevent, so I didn't sleep very well last night because you can think of all the things that are going to go wrong. But thankfully, it all worked out and uh, everyone had a really good time by the looks of it. So tell us about the races today. There were four races. Um, tell us kind of what happened today and what the hope is for the future of this event. Well, I mean, so we actually had five races today. We had five races of steeplechase horses and, and flat horses, and that was great. We had two hurdle races, three flat races. They were really fun. We also had a kids race at the start, which is kind of cool. The next generation coming along. You know who won that, right? Nick Demerick, Nick and Jackie Demerick's grandchild. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that. I, I wonder who was leading that one, Ali or uh, Brandon? But yeah, um, what a day. We, we, you know, we, we, we really made it happen, and, and I'm so glad everyone had a good time. And you know, we're, we're they're still tailgating over there. <laughs> of course. Now, when you picked Ocala for this, um, you don't currently live here. We'd like to change that, though. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Um, we might have to. <laughs> we might. Tell us how you and Jesse kind of put this all together and realized how important it was that you had this here. And actually, let's add Jesse. Let's we, add Jesse. Come on, Jesse. Come on. Yes, she she actually couldn't be in the studio with us the day we had in the studio because your Frenchie was actually not very well. And we, we love Frenchies and we love Jessie, so we had her on the video screen. But Jessie, share a little bit more about kind of the the love of the steeplechase and bringing it to Ocala and why it mattered so much to you. Well, I growing up my father was briefly an amateur steeplechase jockey and he started a steeplechase meet at churchill downs that ran very successfully for a few years it was very popular and some of my first memories of racing are going to steeplechase meets and i just fell in love with it and then you know later on in life i, I came back into it through meeting archie and um, it's just something it's a sport that's given us so much and we really wanted to do something to give back how do you feel about today it's been just amazing I'm just blown away by this entire event we're thrilled we had a great turnout um, everyone that I've talked to has had a good time or at least that's what they've told me and uh, we had a great day lots of races and um, it was a really nice one and the weather was perfect well I have you two as famous people for the March 9th Expo in the program that's floating around so just don't forget me now you're famous okay we might have to say a little special thank you to that man over there in the park for making it you know we couldn't have done it without them we're swapping it over to the executive director of the Florida Horse Park dear friend of mine and a media sponsor of our show Jason Reynolds I can't say enough about Jason he is um, my hero Jason you are you know it Oh, no, I'll tell you what, what these two have done, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know, Archie said 90 days. I was questioning, I was nervous, but uh, I'll tell you, they, 
they hammered down, they got it done, and what an amazing event they put together. So I, I couldn't be happier with what they've done. I'm so proud of them. So Jason, you have a wife that's an eventer and, and obviously the executive director of what I count as the most beautiful horse park in the world here in the horse capital. You have to have thought when they came along, yeah, right, okay, you can do this on like Live Oak weekend and look, I wish you the best and I'll work with you and, and help you, but you have to have been like, wow, right? It, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was a little nervous, I have to admit that. Uh, but if you've seen these two, uh, you've seen how they work, my goodness, I, I, I'll never doubt again. I'll tell you what, they, they did a phenomenal job. I'm Like I said, I'm so proud of them. What an amazing event. Is this your first steeple chase, Jason? It is. It is. I had no idea. Uh, you know, I, and I told Archie, I'm like, I don't even know how to help you. I don't even know what you're doing. So I'm sorry. You know, I, I've searched the internet, but that's about it. So, uh, but wow, what an exciting event. What an exciting event. Do you know that you had the top three starting trainers from Marion County in the racehorse world here today celebrating? Actually, I should say top four because Ian was here too plus a number of others. How does that make you feel that you drew out a crowd that doesn't normally come to the Florida Horse Park on a regular basis? And Jackie was sharing me how much juggling they did to be here today. And to me, that's, that's huge. Jackie and Nick trained the Thoroughbred Horse of the Year, highest in the Long Jeans scores, Nick's go, and of course, Corniche and many others. Having them here to share this experience has to be pretty special for you. Oh, absolutely. And I had no idea until you told me. So uh, that's just phenomenal. I mean, there's so many things. I mean, you said Live Oak. You still got the West World Equestrian Center they could have been to. The fact that they're here. Uh, that's, I mean, that's a testament to these two also for, for the quality that they put together. Um, you know, I'm just thrilled. I couldn't be more thrilled by it. So. Well done. And um, hopefully we'll see this for years to come. I hope so. I hope so. I'll tell you, I was, I'm so impressed with it. How can, as long as these two will do it, how can we not do it? So it's, it's phenomenal. Well, our hats and fascinators are off to you for everything that you've done and your team and board for the Florida Horse Park over the last few years, just seeing the things that are just happening. And, and Tamara at the CP said to me today, wow, Jason has change the face of the horse park and you have so well done to you and your team well thank you i mean it, it is such a team effort i i couldn't do it without without everybody here at the horse park they do such an amazing job so uh, it's just phenomenal to have them i'm lucky very lucky well we're proud of you thank you jason so tell us in years to come like what do you see your vision your bucket list i mean i don't know how much better it can be than than minis and clydesdales and races and and a multitude of people. Well, we're uh, aiming to have it as a sanctioned race meeting next year and to have prize money on offer for those races. And that'll draw much bigger field sizes and hopefully uh, a much bigger crowd as well. Um, it's been a great year for having a, uh, you know, a, sort of a boutique exhibition of what steeplechasing is here. And it's something that we want to use as a stepping stone to grow this meet further in the years to come. I'm all in and we all like money, so well done. <laughs> Wrapping it up here for the Horse Talk Show and also for Equus Television, Louisa Barton here at the Florida Horse Park. Thank you to our presenting sponsors of this half of the show, Palm Chevrolet and Larson Hay. Also, thank you to our supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, Equine Performance and Innovative Center and Summit Joint Performance. 
Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today we're at Engineered Equine Performance celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television on all smart TV networks. I am here with two of our top consigners and trainers here in the Ocala Marion County area, the horse capital of the world. We are at the Florida Horse Park and the very first Florida steeplechase here. We're so excited. Archie and Jesse have done such an amazing job pulling together an event in just a few months. I'm going to start over here to my left with Niall Brennan. Uh, Niall, of course, has trained some of the top horses in the country in some of the top stakes races that we've seen. And we've loved cheering him on and encouraging his team and all that they've done. And here he is at the steeplechase, had a wonderful day. Want to just hear a little bit about what he thinks about this event today and what Archie and Jesse did to pull this together and how awesome this is for Marion County. Lovely to have you back with us. Thanks, Louisa. Uh, you know, I've listened. It was a great day. I've I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I mean, it was a kind of a rush thing. You know, we're very busy in the mornings right now with horses at the farm and at OBS for the sales, but we, we just wanted to come down and support it. And I was so pleasantly surprised that the crowd, how great a job that they'd putting this together has a kind of a, just a jump off to get the steeplechase races back in Florida. Um, it, you know, it's a great setting, obviously with the great weather. Too great, actually, because with all this sun and dry weather and no rain, the ground was pretty hard. So I think it put off a few horses maybe competing because of that. And it's early in the year for these steeplechasers, the very beginning of their season. But the crowd had a huge time here. I mean, it was fabulous. There was, I think, they had double what they might have expected just to, for the first time. And that's in with all the stuff going on in town right now with WEC and the Grand Prix. We've got uh, 
the Live Oak Invitation, which is a huge event all weekend. We had the races down south today, all the derby preps. So a lot going on, and yet there was a tremendous crowd out here having a great time. They're tailgating. People were all the way down to the last fence and got to see some really good races with short fields but great finishes. Uh, I just thought it was thoroughly enjoyable. Coming from you, that's amazing. And congratulations on every year. We see Eclipse winners and race winners coming out of your farm. Well done. We love what you do uh, for Calamarian County. You certainly put us on the map, and um, we appreciate you and your team so much. Yeah, we've been blessed with a lot of good horses, but yeah, we've got a great place here in Ocala to train them, and great farms down here, great employees, and it all it all figures. And this is just a great start to having having another expansion of a different discipline in the equine industry. I love it. Ian Brennan, listen, I've chased you down a million times to talk to you about some of the top horses in the country that you've managed to uh, accomplish wonderful things in the racing world. And I see the two of you over there watching the Fountain of Youth, which, by the way, I forgot about because I was so busy thinking about Ocala and the Florida Horse Park, and I'm so excited about, um, about the steeplechase. Tell us about today for you and why you think this is so meaningful and important to the horse racing world. Well, when you see the likes of you know, Niall and Eddie Woods and Nick Demerick and... My words, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Pat on the back. I know that's what I said. It's exactly. like the cream of the crop. The cream of the crop are here with runners in all these top stake races today. Um, but they're here, they're supporting the, the, the National Hunt. Um, it's, it's, it's a big it's, deal, isn't it? It's a huge deal. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's, it's great overall for, for everybody to be here. Um, the horses that come here today, it's great for for everybody to, to try and get horses ready to go up north. Um, people bring over horses here to run, try and get them ready for wherever they're going north later on in the year, and, and it's great. Ground is good, um, you know, fences are great, everybody's happy, so it's 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 really, really good. It's, re it's very exciting and everybody's here. What about the Fountain of Youth? Uh, we had a lot of we had a lot of interest in there today, so uh, everything ready, everything went well. So um, it was good, it was fun. But we we watched it from here, so it was even better again. That's what counts. And look, I am so excited because we are at the Florida Horse Park, where we have never had a steeplechase, and I'm just going to tell you that that makes me so excited that I forgot about the Fountain of Youth. And Ian just he hit the nail right on top of the head. Like I said. The cream of the crop, the people who start these horses and put them out there, not just giving them the best opportunity to make it into the best and top stakes races in the country and the world, but also train them in a way that gives them a chance to go on and actually have a second career after racing. We see so many of their horses be successful beyond the racetrack and that matters and I love these guys. I can't tell you enough about them and not just them but their accents by the way which are off the charts and make me feel like I'm totally back at home in the race world in England and beyond Ireland and all those other wonderful places that put out the best horses. They know how to do it now they do it here in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world, and they do it right. And we see that every year, over and over again. I can't love these guys more than I do. Thank them for being here, sporting this amazing Florida Steeplechase event today. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television at the Florida Horse Park. What a great event the Florida Steeplechase was. Hats off, or fascinators off, I should say, to Archie and Jesse for putting that together the sponsors that got behind it, and just the wonderful, wonderful event that it was for everybody. I'm really excited to see that in the years to come. I can't believe the turnout they had for a first year. Amazing. 
Uh, quick mention for the Rivera family. Uh, on May 8th, there is an event coming up at the Florida Horse Park superhero event. There is a health concern, an issue, and some medical needs in the Rivera family. All proceeds from this event will directly benefit that family. As I said, that is at the Florida Horse Park on South Highway 475 on May 8th. It is $25 to participate. If you can't run, you can walk. There's a one-mile option and groups are welcome. We really want to help support. There's also a way to just send donations and you can find that online as well if you would like to do that rather than participate. Again, that is May 8th at the Florida Horse Park. Um, I think I have a few more things to mention. I have to mention the bunny because Easter, believe it or not, is just around the corner. And these wonderful people, gentle carousel miniature therapy horses, there are so many of our events. George and Debbie are such wonderful, wonderful people. Cadbury is my favorite chocolate, by the way. Um, absolutely love it. I do take donations of Cadbury anytime anyone wants to drop it off. It just tastes better. Sorry, Hershey. Um, very excited that out of 14,000 submissions, um, this little sweetheart that I was leading down the track at the steeplechase, um, in fact, is in the top 10 as of today to be the Cadbury Bunny this year. You can vote every day. We have the information how you can vote bunny tryouts at CadburyUSA.com. She needs your help, so please vote for her every single day. She is a miniature therapy horse belonging to Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses who visit 25,000 sick and dying children and adults per year. This little sweetheart gives love and support to survivors and those who are traumatized from tragic events, and she needs to win. She is our horse capital sweetheart, and um, we sure do love to see her in those bunny ears. And I think we have a photo of me with her as well. Um, that we showed you earlier on in the in the show that um, it's just absolutely amazing that a horse we know uh, is is in the top 10 pretty exciting stuff and we love gentle carousel and all the work they do and if you're listening to this show before March the 9th you can actually come on March the 9th to the downtown marketplace on Osceola and you can visit with the gentle carousel miniature therapy horses and um, meet them and uh, check them out. There is Sweetheart with the bunny ears. Um, I almost put the fascinator on her and wore the ears, which would have been a good one as well. Um, but you can actually come downtown to the Ocala Market to the Equine Industry Expo presented by Miller & Sons Plumbing, which is part of our equine initiative presented by Piranha here at the Chamber. Um, wonderful event with food trucks, Safaria, Horse Breed Expo, um, equine dentist, horse trainers, demos, breeders, vendors, um, free carriage rides courtesy of Larson Hay with David Helmuth and lots of opportunity for employment for all ages to learn about all the different jobs within the equine industry that would be wonderful for you here in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us this week. It was a great show. I hope we shared a, a lot of good information with you. We look forward to the same time next week. And if you're not in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world, Happy horsing around until the same time next week.